Oh, I heard something. Yeah, it, like, it keeps, like, recognizing it, but it doesn't stay in. That's what she said. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> That's a little bit of a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you decide. <laughs> Up for interpretation. You know, I recognize the way this penis feels, but I don't think I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking classic. Everybody to uh, week two of the League of Ordin or the Pod of Ordinary Gentle People. I would like um, to welcome nobody. <laughs> uh, first of all, a big, big appreciation for everybody who um, who did listen last week. Um, I know it probably was a little bit shoddy. I know that that's the person who has to do the editing. <clears throat> I know I was literally screaming into the microphone uh, for an hour straight, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll figure those out. Um, and we'll we'll fix that from the next few, at least hopefully. <clears throat> uh, on that same note, uh, I'm currently sick. Uh, I'm also currently concussed. So if any statements don't make any sense, that is, uh, I'm gonna blame that. No excuses. Uh, we show up. That's that's just that, that's what happens. Damn right. Yeah, absolutely. We are um, better than I am here. Than <clears throat> uh, pretty much all of the NFL. They they all at least miss one game. Yeah, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, you know, and, and here I am. Um, so we have we have Mike with us, as we did last week. Hello. Uh, we also have Zach here as well. Zach, you want to say hi? Uh, everyone, how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing a great job. Okay, that, that was very sound, soft. Yeah, that was, that, that was you, like, I talking could, dirty I to us, even or hear you? I couldn't even hear you. How about My mic is boys? messed up, so I apologize. Well, that was much better. That was. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for the apology. Uh, and then we also have Chris on today, uh, the, our our loyal and and our so wonderful commissioner who we have nothing bad to say and he just he came on <clears throat> did a stand up job <clears throat> and uh, we hope to have him back at some point uh, at some point in the near future for sure yeah we definitely have plans so um, it'll be good yeah so uh, a little bit of a different we wanted to add a couple more new things in uh, obviously we have an interview with Chris so we're gonna add that in this week as well. Uh, we're also going to do the matchups like we did last time. Um, Mike, do you want to explain how we are changing up how we're going to do those drafting of the teams? Yeah, so we figured that um, instead of just not allowing someone to pick someone multiple weeks in a row, um, you're not uh, – well, first off, there's three teams now. Zach's going to join us in. Um, and then there, you're not allowed to pick – the same person at a position for the rest of the season. Um, the people are, there are different pools for every team. So if I were to draft, let's say, uh, like DeAndre Hopkins this week, one of you could still draft him next week. Um, so, uh, yeah, we can't pick the same player twice in a season, and we decided that we're going to eliminate all of the players from round one 
uh, just to make it a little bit more interesting in terms of like the players that we can choose from, especially later down the, down the line. So we also are going to do matchups, obviously. Uh, that's kind of the, the precipice of all this. This is what started it all. Um, so we're definitely going to do matchups last. Um, and then also today we're going to give away an award. And uh, I guess we'll just jump right into that. So it seems that every, at the beginning of every season, at the end of every season, there's always MVP awards. There's all-star games, all these things for showing who did the best, um, who was the best player. There's like all those rewards. Or what's the, what's the one? The Walter Payton Man of the Man Award of the who did like the most like charitable work or had like the greatest impact things like that the jj watt award we just wanted to put a little bit of a spin on it our spin being that we're actually going to go the opposite direction uh and we're gonna go ahead and just reward the person up until this point um who we think has actually done the worst whether that be in sports um or just in general in life and what's not um so the i actually i came up with this award and the reason the person that inspired this whole award was bill o'brien right um so let's just go through a quick timeline of bill o'brien 2018 he gets a contract extension uh 2019 he has a divisional round loss in the playoffs uh and then 2019 he traded um one two three uh 76 draft picks uh, for (laughs) laramie tunsil and uh kenny stills um he then traded jadavion Clowney, um and then he traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of peanuts. Uh, in 2020, he was fired. And this is all on top of him having an absolute ass as a chin. Um, so we're going to name this award after Bill O'Brien, and we're going to call it the H-Man Award after the Houston Texans. Bill O'Brien is our H-Man. Um, so we all brought a couple uh, We all brought a couple nominations. Um, so, Mike, do you, I, you have a nomination, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can go right ahead. Um, so my first nomination for H-Man of the Year, the Bill O'Brien H-Man of the Year, is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I'm sure everyone has been following up with Aaron Rodgers over the offseason, lots of drama, uh, the last dance post with him and uh, Devontae Adams making this absolute stink um, about the Packers organization and uh, just everything. He's the absolute worst. Um, he laid an absolute egg uh, first week against the New Orleans Saints. And then uh, the week he decides to turn it on, there is a better uh, who needed the Lions to win against the Packers to win $700,000. So basically at this point, Aaron Rodgers is just the face of capitalism. Uh, that's the only thing that I can that I can say about him. Um, I think he is the absolute, one of the worst people in the NFL uh, and he is a hundred percent deserving of this award. So that's my nomination. Uh, number one, I'll, I'll pass it on to Zach. All right. So basically I'm going to go off of football. I'm going to go to another sport. And that is the one and only Ben Simmons nominate him as a prideful Philadelphia 76ers fan. The past five years, I defended Ben Simmons every day and I can't anymore because a man who got called out by his coach, organization, and fans for doing one thing that a normal person can do. Even probably Helen Keller probably could have done. His shoot a goddamn basketball. He has yet to do that in five years of playing. And now all of Philadelphia and probably most of the country hates him. So that is my nomination because, well, 
you can't shoot a basketball, you probably shouldn't be playing basketball. It's it's just such a rough look when you have such a shitty end of the season and you can't perform in the playoffs for your team and then you immediately turn your back on them and like I want out of here. They don't treat me right. Like it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. We, like we literally be grew up with this shenanigans for four plus years. Like this is the only organization that would have done this. If it was Boston, if this was L.A., if this was Dallas, Mavericks, and Miami, he would have been going two years. Yeah, so I'm actually I'm from from my nomination. Uh, I'm gonna actually take a complete left turn. I'm gonna go more historical. Um, I wanted to make sure that because this is the first year we're giving this away, this year and every year previous to this um, is all eligible, obviously. Uh, so I went through a, a few thoughts. Um, Trying to figure out, like, maybe, like, Dwayne Haskins. He's pretty bad. Um, I mean, I, I could have gone, like, political. Uh, I could have gone. I was thinking maybe Trump would have been would have been fine. But a lot of people hate him. Um, but I ended up going with the tried and true. Something we can all agree on, I think, is truly one of the worst. One of the worst people. Really tore down a whole team. Um, I'm going to go ahead and nominate uh, Hitler. Great um, pick. And... Just to give you a couple couple quick stats, uh, killed 6 million Jews, uh, 11 million people in total, uh, committed thousands of war crimes, um, was in control for a bit too long, just like Bill O'Brien. You know, maybe if we got him out a couple years earlier, we could have avoided some tough things. Um, yeah, and really just kind of took a team and just let him down the wrong path. So I think he uh, actually perfectly fits H Man of the Year award. I think uh, I think so. I'm gonna nominate Hitler. I think I, I think that's my final decision. That's a tough one to um, beat. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Mike, I think you have you have one more. Yeah. Um. So our last nomination for the Bill O'Brien H Man of the Year award is going to go to uh, Christopher Belasco. Um. In his work of commissioner of the League of Ordinary Gentle People. Um. I mean, I I don't really think I have to say much for this. Uh. If if you have anything. Um, that you wanna that you wanna say, but I, I think everyone is on is on board here. I think we're all we're all on the same page. I mean, we we have an, we have Chris on for an interview today, uh, and I'm gonna ask him about this uh, to see what he has to say. But I do want to say that uh, I mean Hitler had a bunch of had a bunch of bad quotes, but you tell me you tell me about this one, okay? He he said on November 14, 2018, Yo Justin, all trash talk aside, I met a girl at Nova that has an older sister that goes to Tulsa. Do you know a Candace? Candace, dick, fit in your mouth, eat shit, period. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't seen anything come out of Hitler's mouth like that. So, um, so what's going to happen is me, uh, me, Mike, Zach, we're going we're gonna to go to the side for a second. Uh, we're going to vote on this. We're going to figure this out. Uh, and then we're going to come back. We'll do a, little, do a little time jump through the magic of editing. We're going to come back and we're going to come with our winner. Uh, and we're going to present our winner with the award. If you think about it, it's time travel. All right, and so we have uh, talked, we've discussed, we've decided. This was a hard one. Um, this was this was, one. this was an incredibly hard one. Um, and we are going to have to give the Bill O'Brien H-Man Award of the Year to someone who truly truly is the H man, Chris Fred Belasco. So right clap it up for Chris. 
I would truly there's not I don't think there's anyone that better fits better fits the award. Um, and we, I mean, good luck to everyone else for next year. You know, we're all we're all back in the running. Everyone's back in the running. Um, and so we're we very excited to get this going again for next year. We hope that Chris uh, wears the award proudly. Um, and you know, I'm not sure to wish him that he won't be H man next year. Um, an award's an award, but maybe we can go for a positive one next year, Chris. So, uh, so we're we're excited. We're excited to uh, excited to give you the award. I think we should send him uh, a Houston Texans uh, visor. That's, in honor. that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. So, um, enjoy it, Chris. All right. With that being said, we'd like to introduce our first interview on the podcast of Ordinary Gentle People, uh, the H Man himself, Christopher Belasco. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome our first guest ever on the podcast. Uh, he is the founding member of this league of ours and plays the role of our commissioner. Surprisingly, he's only won the league once, despite having sole power over all rules and trades. Uh, he's a lover of football and any player who puts TikTok dances above the game. Uh, and he's our leader and rules with a fist of iron, H-Man award winner, Christopher Belasco. <laughs> Okay. Um, hello, everyone. No, yeah, that was that was wonderful. I think about forty percent of it was accurate, but um, but yes, it's it's great to be here. I'm very uh, very honored to be the inaugural guest. Um, excited to uh, see what goes on behind the scenes of the making of the League of Ordinary Gentle People's uh, first and only podcast. So, first question: Who do you think you are? <laughs> what is that from what is that from the zach galifianakis show where he's got the honestly i don't even know if it's from that we were talking about that beforehand <laughs> we were like this is definitely going to give off between two ferns yeah vibes. slightly, slightly but, off that question too wh- why do you do what you do <laughs> so i think i think it'd be more uh productive if we went went through the list of, of grievances here one by one and I can I can address right, so, any concerns. Good, so we have on a, list. I, I have a quote for you. I, I wanna get you I wanna get I wanna get where you where your head was at, at this time. All right. it's November fourteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, you say, Yo Justin, all trash talk aside, I met a girl at Nova that has an older sister that goes to Tulsa. Do you know a Candace Candace dick fit in your mouth? Eat shit. How, can you explain to me what was going through your head when you said that? Uh, I mean, classic comedy. I don't, I don't think there's really anything else to it. I'm pretty sure Justin hit me back with the same Candace thing. Either it may have been before that point or he did it after. Um, I mean, I think Joe may have gotten in on it. Joe Mama, of course. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, you right, guys just about, pull random not, messages I'm, from three years ago. No, no, all, all, right, all, so, all, all jokes aside, here we, we there's obviously been allegations of not fixing the league, but you know, there's 
certain certain allegations in your direction. Have there been? Have there Ex- been allegations? Explain this quote to me. If we change the buy-in, <laughs> Alex says this, or maybe not Alex, maybe it was Jake. It was, if I we change the buy-in, do we change the payout too? You responded with, "No, I keep the difference service fees." Is <laughs> so there's no room for sarcasm, is what I'm no, getting. I'm just curious. I, 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 I'm just. I want the best for the league. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. I was hoping to get your your opinion on some of these statements. I, uh, you know, this is gotcha journalism, and that that's honestly what I expected when I walked into this interview, based on the fact that I was given zero prep material. Um, but I would just like to say, if you want to actually, you know, use some data to back it up, I, w- I would go and ask anybody if they've had any, uh, if they've been shortchanged in any at any point in the past seven years in terms of uh, awards and whatnot. And I, I think you'll find the answer is a result. All right, I have no. one more for you then. This this doesn't have to do with uh, with commissioner duties, but more just like commitment in general, right? So some are saying some are saying that you have less commitment and drive than a sorority girl because you said that you cannot get drunk off of seltzers because they take too long to drink care to comment on that that is true um that is true i do not enjoy drinking seltzers i i will i will preface this by saying i don't drink carbonated beverages like at all basically I don't know what happened. I think it was sometime in high school, a switch just flipped and I went from drinking soda every day to like, I can count on two hands the amount of times I've drank soda since did, that point. Did you just skip the whole um, diet portion? Normally people go normal soda, diet soda, no soda. You just skip the diet altogether. I did. I, I, I've always been one that has viewed the diet soda as, as worse mm. for you than the regular. And I don't know if that's actually true or not. I don't have any science to back that up. Um, all I have heard was like, oh, yeah, there's some chemicals in there. And mm-hmm. that was enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, which, yeah, I actually was just watching an interesting documentary on, on sugar. <laughs> no, it was uh, Netflix explained. They did an episode on sugar. Anyways, uh, shameless plug. Sh- shameless not the, plug. not that we're getting paid. You didn't do anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't plug anything. You plugged something for Netflix. <laughs> now you're just taking credit for for making I a expect, documentary I about sugar. I expect to pay out from Netflix when not this show blows up. The... Yeah, no free ads. No free, um, ads. No free ads. <laughs> All right, fine. The non-named documentary um, I was watching about sugar. Uh, anyways, that's off topic. No, I, I, I do not drink seltzers very often. It'd have to be a really hot day. I'd have to be really uh, in need of, of any form of refreshment in or- if for you to see me reach for one. I, I don't think I've ever gotten drunk off of them. I, I can't think of any occasion where I've drank more than one or mm-hmm. two in a given day. Um, a lot of that has to do with the carbonation. A lot of that has to do with the fact that it doesn't taste mm. like anything. Um, so big, not a big water guy. That's what I'm getting. I mean, penis doesn't taste like anything. I but only you take drink a lot of water. That, so. I. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> this? We can cut I that. Mean, I mean, I, I, I cannot confirm what penis tastes like, Mike. It seems like you 
have all right well and i it was off the air while while we're um i will (laughs) yeah this is a good time where i'm actually gonna ask you this is my last quote i have um kind of on the same subject uh from also from november 2018 i remember clapping those pale ass cheeks pretty recently that was to jake uh first of all pause (laughs) pause second of all would you care to explain on that any deeper or is this I, I know you have a girlfriend now is she aware or um i don't think she, so her and i have, have been together for one fantasy mm. season um it was last year um and i don't think she really got a full view at that point in time of how ridiculous this shit <laughs> Can gets we count on her for being a, a um, listener I, I did tell her that a podcast was made, and I did. She did commit to listening to your interview upon yeah. my wow. appearance. Yes. So, you know, I, I think you can expect at least a bump in, in of plus one in, in viewership. I don't, I don't know well, how I mean, you guys got for the first CJ episode. and Drew clearly didn't watch. So I'm, everyone pretty much except them. Joe, I don't think has a like the technology to watch. I don't think he. <laughs> Don't think he's figured that out. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure your girlfriend is going to be very happy that you describe the length of your relationship and how many fantasy football seasons you've been together for. That's really. I mean, that's how I describe <laughs> any length of time. Really, I mean, that's what my life revolves yeah. around. I think it that wouldn't be too far to say. That. Yeah. Now, now that I know uh-huh. she's gonna be listening, I actually won't bring up the uh, the 15 penises that were also <clears> sent in the group chat in 2018. Just literally countless penises in the group chat. I also found the only the only penis that I distinctly remember ever making appearance in the group chat was freaking Mandingo <laughs> yeah, that Jake sent in. He sent us that link, and I frankly have no idea to this day why that happened. Um, it seemed to come out of nowhere, and I, I'd have to look back in the chat. I mean, maybe you guys are more familiar oh, with it, seems, since you guys seem to have for sure. scrolled it about three years' worth of messages. It seems like it started with uh, Justin sent a uh, How It Feels to Chew, fi- to chew Five Gum, followed by a, a girl getting vigorously deep-throated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that seemed to set off a chain of events, which led to a various penises in the chat. But I won't bring I that up because your girlfriend was. Did I send a penis? Did I uh, send a penis? You know what? That's a good question. I, I was I just know, in shock with the them. fact that there was that many penises that I, I didn't really see who sent what. I think we're p- painting a bad a bad picture of, of the league <laughs> we here to all the boys the and truth. girls at home that might be we listening. Report the truth. I think there has been maybe one sexually explicit incident. <laughs> And it has just been described in like the eight years that we've had this group chat going, and then there's, there's been a lot of yeah. there's been a lot of uh, tyrannical movements by Chris, but he is limited to just one sexual explicit event, and that's impressive. That's something that you should hold you should hold hold your head high for. Put down your resume. You know, you won't catch me on the Me Too movement. I think. You might catch me on some various other political <laughs> scandals, but okay. All right, I'll, we'll you will get we'll get into actual football here. I know you don't want us to get just bring us bring up your past the entire time. Um, so starting off on two this year. Well, huh? well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. <laughs> let's let's talk about the past because tyrannical is a strong word, and I think it is extraordinarily inaccurate. 
So if you could, I mean, Kyle, you're the only one, to my knowledge, levying these claims. So if you could maybe elaborate no, I, a little I, bit. I, first of all, I'm not, I'm not making claims here. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking I think out you for are. everybody in the league. So this is what for, one. I think me and you disagree on many fantasy standpoints, just in general, <laughs> and we'll get to those. All right, don't you worry about it. We'll get to those. Yes, I have those please. Down. Luckily, stats actually back me yes. up as opposed to you, but I digress. Um, okay. You will get we to can that. get to that. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, with, with these past few years, you winning last year, suspicious. Some may say. I, so I'm not making that allegation. I'm just saying. Uh, I do recall there's been a many trades. Seem to be just all of, all of a sudden just pushed through, just without without any questions. Um, if you look up Not My Commish in the Facebook group, there <laughs> seems to be a lot of power behind that movement. So... It seems that Harry is responsible for upwards of 98% of those messages. I, I, I think we can all agree Harry proved that he is one of the most, one of the smarter people in the group chat. I can pull up Wonderlic stores, I'm just saying. You know? I, just, I go ahead and pull up the Wonderlic scores. I'd, I'd be eager for I, you to do so. I, I'm 99% sure Harry had the top, didn't he? Didn't he, have a, didn't he score 43? Justin, no, Justin's, he, Justin's uh, team name last not. year was number one on Wonderlic. And I think I, I was number two. Uh, you're incorrect there, Mike. Just as you know, I'm wondering. <laughs> I, was, I number was, was I number three? Was number two. I know, I, no I, know I had a high score compared to a lot of people. So, you compared know, to me, for sure. I'll take it. I'll take it. You were you were the test subject. It's okay. I was the uh, test subject. All right. Where do we want to go from here, Kyle? No. So, yeah, I, I want to get – you won last year, obviously. Then apparently I did. had nothing to do with you being commissioner. That's fine. Um, but starting off 0-2 this season, how, how is, can you explain, or are you feeling good, are you feeling bad, how are you feeling right now? So, um, small sample size, two weeks, um, week one obviously went fairly well, I ended up with the second highest total in the league, um, just happened to be playing the guy with the highest total in the league, which... If you didn't, if you noticed, happened again this week. Not that it mattered because I didn't even break a hundred. But um, yeah, it was. It's been interesting so far. My first week, my whole team was boomer bust. It seemed like I e- either had like thirty point performances or like five point performances. And then this week, outside of my kicker getting shut out, it was nothing but like middle of the road. 11 point performances so it's just it's just been strange so far i i desperately need to get into the win column i mean with 14 weeks in the regular season we're probably going to need an eight and six record i'd imagine at worst maybe maybe seven and seven at worst um in order to make the playoffs so you know there's a lesser and lesser margin for error as we go on here did we lose kyle we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Hey, just, yeah, just do the clap. Right. You can take out everything from there. <laughs> That's not how, you, how easy do you think editing is? Just cut it. <laughs> not just... just do it. God. Okay. Right. Where do we where do we leave <laughs> Uh, we left we, off uh, at. Um, we made it past the, put the clapping pale ass cheeks, correct? Yeah. 
we okay. went through that. We did. That um, was mentioned. I, 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 I believe again. we left off at uh, <laughs> at zero and two, small sample size. Um, oh yeah. He gave his question for that. Yes. Or he gave his answer for that. Yeah. So, uh, just going off that, like, we gotta we gotta talk about this whole Juju DJ Moore debacle because, to be honest with you, I think everything's on my side with that as of right now. Okay. Okay. Let's 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 establish some context here. First of all, DJ Moore was taken like over a full round before Juju. Like mm. so they're not exactly apples to apples. Having said that, if you look at last year, which admit it, obviously things change every year, you know, the Panthers have a new quarterback to the I I don't even. Do they have a new yeah. coach? I don't even know. No. I don't follow. Oh no, that's right. Carolina. Yeah, that that rule. Um, they have have a new quarterback. Um, the Steelers underwent some changes on the O line. Um, obviously drafted a running back. Um, so you can never say for certain how these things are going to impact. You can theorize all you want. Um. But if we look at last year's numbers, which I would say are are my primary tool in terms of how I gauge a player's value relative to his peers, um, they were very comparable players. Like I think Juju was like wide receiver seventeen last year or something, and that was like may or may not have been a down year for him. He didn't even crack a thousand yards, um, but he, he, I mean, he's a PPR monster. Like he he catches a ton of balls. Um, would I have taken him over DJ Moore? Probably not. My question was, when this all went down, it was the night of the draft you said something, <laughs> Kyle. Like, why did you take Juju there? And then, like, the next day, I was looking at the draft. Like I said in the chat, I was looking at the draft. I was thinking about things I could have done differently. And the only thing that really stuck out was me taking Juju over Julio. I think, and I think we figured out. That was that was the wrong move on that one. After after last week, I mean they had they were within like two points of each other last week. This week, Juju had like sixteen and change, and Julio had like I eighteen. Thought, and Julio change. had like one thirty something, didn't he? He had like six catches for a hundred and twenty oh, something, wow. hundred thirty something yards. But in typical Julio fashion, <laughs> like <laughs> did not find the end zone. I mean, you may have gotten robbed of a touchdown. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like, was it yeah, was it in yeah in or not thing? Um, but anyways, I mean, having said all this, like we are talking about a two-game sample size. Like, if we're going by like one or two-game sample sizes, then Jonas Gray would be like the greatest running okay. back in NFL well, history. Which means... then let me let me let me. Add, I just want to get into your head <laughs> for the Juju pick here. So, do you think that? Big Ben getting off porn, do you think that's going to help Juju or hurt Juju in the long run? <laughs> Asking the real hard-hitting questions. Um, <laughs> golly. I mean, I mean, Kyle, you played. Didn't they typically say, like, having testosterone in your system was it was a boon uh, to your performance on our team did but that those people were tim feria so you can take that for one of those <laughs> didn't alex wrestle uh martinez yeah alex martinez yeah. Did, ask, ask them he did they, yes the ones who 
like eat peanuts and don't jerk off and things like that. That's that's for that's for the wrestlers. That's for the people who squeeze. Yeah, people. I mean, I don't know exactly how frequently Ben Roethlisberger was ejaculating <laughs> prior to him giving now, up say, pornography. Did he? Did he? Did he go cold he, turkey? He by still the way, could yeah. be ejaculating now, but it's just not to not to porn. He is right? married, mm, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I would have to imagine that he was ejaculating at a higher clip while he was watching, while he was suffering from his pornography mm. addiction versus while he was just a strong word. having sex with mm. his wife. I mean, it could have just been, I mean, we might be looking at this the wrong way altogether. It could have just been more of a, more of a where his head at was during the ejaculation. Now it's now his head's at family and love as opposed to cuckold and BBC and football. Hmm. He could maybe maybe he just started watching more film and finding a, a passion for that as opposed to maybe that's maybe that's a plus for Juzu. I'm confused. Are you saying his porn addiction was a positive or a negative for his on field? I think it was a negative for his on field performance. As could be watching okay. film because he's watching too much porn. How how are you gonna how are you gonna pay for a huddle subscription with a browser subscription? You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be watching film. So, so you're saying if it if it was a net negative, then the fact that he's now going exactly. cold turkey well, would seem to benefit yeah. guys like Juju. That's what I'm saying. Is that is that what did that come into your decision making when taking Juju over Julio? I will be honest. I I think the fact that he had a pornography addiction, I I, I think I had known about it. I did not enter my mind at any point prior to you mentioning it mm. post-draft. This, this comes right back um, to the quote, August 30th, I barely looked at fantasy. It's mm. true. It's true. I mean, part of the reason why I, I recommend we draft so late is because of the fact that I am a serial procrastinator. Like, there, that is, there's no getting around that. Um, and, you know, for me to sit down and run through... 250 players is a time commitment and that's you know with work and and family and and my girl it's it's you know there's there's only so much time in the day so so you know i hadn't to that point gotten an opportunity to do so and i refused to make an uninformed decision which is i said as much in the chat i'm pretty sure i said the same thing last year when i took a little bit of extra time to choose my pick um i don't understand the reactions i don't understand why people were right. ready to crucify me for taking let, let, two days <laughs> to choose my selection which was on the back end of the draft by the way like all the people that were waiting were damned to like the ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth pick. Anyway, well, let's dive so into it's this. Like, what what was the decision making process there, dude? Okay, so uh, not to not to give away too much of my strategy in terms of draft yeah, prep. We don't want, we're but, not trying to give away your strat or anything like we that. We don't want you, people taking Juju yeah, early no. next year at your expense. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, first round, I was. I had pretty much identified that I was going to be taking a running back. Um, given that my options were selecting eight through 12, my, I was looking at guys like in my mind, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, 
Nick Chubb, um, and maybe Antonio Gibson. Maybe. Probably wouldn't put him on the same tier as those other guys. I, up until maybe an hour and a half before the draft, I did not know which one of those guys I was going to take. That's because no one had gotten to um, yet, but go on. <laughs> Fair enough. And I didn't end up taking any of them. Like, Zeke ended up falling to me, so I ended up just snagging him. But, you know, when you're making that initial decision, where do I want to take my first pick, I was looking at, okay, who is likely going to be available, and am I comfortable dropping back selections if it means taking one of the lower guys on your list selecting a player higher in the second round that i didn't think was going to be there later in the second round essentially um so i was racking my brain trying to figure out which of these running backs to take ultimately i decided that there was very little difference between the top three or four guys um And I, and I wanted Waller, dude, like that. I made it a point to try and get this guy. Like I had Travis Kelsey all of last year. I was spoiled by having a set it and forget it tight end. Um, maybe that was recency bias. Maybe that was, you know, my, the bias that came from the fact that he powered me to a championship. So well, um, so let's just do a thought experiment real quick. Say I have a five-year-old in the room, right? And I go, you can pick 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12. How quickly do you think that child, five-year-old child, is going to go 8? Pretty pretty quickly, right? Probably. Is he just picking a number? If like, I told him you get no. to eat candy in a line, and you can either eat 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th, I think that child would pretty quickly, pretty quickly go 12th. Yeah, I'm pretty going, good to go eighth, rather. All right, I have I have legitimately no idea where you're going with this, but Kyle, I'm let, just me, saying let me reverse it took this you... on you. You are mm. somebody that did drop back a few spots mm-hmm. in the draft. Like you did not take the most the earliest possible pick that uh, you could take. So what was your thought process? See, the thing is that I didn't take 72 hours to make that decision. You know, I was ready to go. Brain. My thought process was, I. I, CMC was number one for me. Number one, CMC should have been number one Obviously, for every single person. Of course, of course. From two to six, I pretty much valued all those guys at the pretty much the same. I wasn't. I'm not huge on Alvin Kamara this year. With I think James is going to play well, but I think that offense is going to be different with someone who can push the field. Um, I who was up? Who else was up there? I think I thought Derrick Henry was going to be number one. I think if I had, a, if you put a gun in my head, forced me to pick number two, I'd put Derrick Henry. But I couldn't easily see the arguments for, uh, for. For Dalvin Cook, Dalvin. and for so, yeah. To me, it was either if I pick at six, I either can pick Devonte a little bit too early for my taste, or one of those running backs, one of those top tier running backs, is going to fall to me. So which I was comfortable. And you took neither <laughs> neither of those things. <laughs> you did neither of those things. Look, sometimes you got to roll with the punches, Chris. Be water. You got to roll with the punches. <laughs> This um, isn't about me. So you're, I, <laughs> do you guys want to hear my draft strategy? Christian McCaffrey. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I did have yeah, Mike had an easy one, courtesy Michigan of the freaking baby. 12-year-olds. Go blue. Um, but yeah, no, I... Uh, my, 
I mean, dropping back in the draft is something I did last year. I had I had the second choice last year, and uh, I ended up dropping to four because I I think it was like Dalvin, Zeke, or Camara were like the two through four at that point. Maybe Saquon was in there. I don't know. Um, and I was like, okay, like these guys are all on the same level in my book, so I'm gonna take the latest possible pick. Be be happy with any one of them that falls to me and then I'll have a higher pick on the turn. Um, and it worked out pretty well for me last year as, as you guys well know, um, Kyle, especially. And, uh, and then this year I didn't want to, I didn't want to rush a decision. I didn't want to rush the decision specifically when the fact that I waited in my estimation, had zero bearing on on anybody else. So, so, I mean, maybe maybe we can take a step to fixing, to kind of mending these. Can we get a, like maybe an apology? Like maybe I'm sorry for making you guys wait, or because my issue wasn't the fact that you wanted us to wait; is that we were we were imbeciles for Trump wanting you to make a pick. You know, it's like if that was if that was what I implied at any point, um, I am sorry mm-hmm. for that. I just, that was not my intent. Um, I was surprised by the reaction. I mean, there was a little bit of it last year. Like there was a little bit of like some eye rolls like, Oh, Chris, just make your damn pick. Having said that last year, I had the second choice. So like I could understand, make your pick the entire rest of the league wants to like have an opportunity to make their pick this year. It was, that was not the case. But on the flip side Um, of that, you only had four choices to choose from. That's I think that's why people had gotten Correct. upset, and also we just took a two day decision and brought it down into five minutes. Let's 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 set the uh, let's let's also let's establish some additional context here. Like this was still like ten eight or ten days before the draft, so even everybody that still had made their hadn't received their picks had a pretty good idea of where they were going to be selecting their player and uh, would still have plenty of time to make that decision based on the plus or minus one or two picks that it may have shaken out ultimately. Um, so in my mind, no, I, I, I don't think the reaction was uh, on par with the offense. However, I am sorry for the offense if it did it truly cause anybody... <laughs> Any amount of inconvenience. Deep, deep PTSD. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know what? I feel like this was a win in my book. I, and I'm, An apology does worlds yeah, for Tyrannical me. leader apologizes mm-hmm. for his actions. I cannot, I cannot wait to change the description for this podcast, Chris. So, Kyle, do you want me to apologize for um, beating your booty in the semis last year, too? Would that make you feel better? Because I feel like that's where a lot well, of this vitriol I, from your direction is actually I, stemming from. I appreciate you calling it a booty rather than calling clapping my pale ass cheeks. I, I appreciate. I don't know how that's, tan you that are. Is how, that is called improvement and becoming a better human, Chris, and I appreciate that from you. That's growth. And not like Justin, you're not going to relapse. <laughs> Can we talk about that as a group, please? I may. Because... I may. I may. If we really dig into last year's playoffs, I may devolve. <laughs> Can we can we talk about Justin and OBJ? Because we brought it up last podcast, and someone's got to help me explain. I don't know Justin too well, but he's like I don't know Justin super well. But the one thing that I do know is that he has a scab fetish. 
I think we can all all surmise that with near 100% confidence at this point. I wonder I wonder like why why else would you take this entirely washed individual? I that's it, it has me baffled as well. Where where is Justin right now? Is California, he still in right? California, right? He's out in LA, yeah. Is he still pursuing acting? He is. Right. So when OBJ pops Although it off, seems like it's more bordering on adult film <laughs> at this point. Based on the descriptions that he's provided. Oh. Well, you know, all we can do is support, you know. I'm waiting I'm waiting for him to message into the chat that his episode of um what's the show with Zendaya oh, where everybody like, does uh, drugs and has sex. Uh, glamour something. What the hell is it? I think it's just one word. Yeah, uh, Euphoria. Euphoria, yeah. I'm pretty sure um, Justin bears it all in an episode of Euphoria, so I'm very much looking forward to that, and then we can spam the chat with penises again. <laughs> but it will just be Justin's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Not just any penis, like one of our own penises. Takes out a lot of the liability there. <clears throat> awesome. Well, is yeah. there anything else that you yeah. want to cover, Kyle or Chris, if you want to cover anything specific? Yeah, I'd like to open the floor to Chris actually here because I feel like we we think... targeted him a lot. Well, we're not, when I say we, I think <laughs> I, it's more me. We don't want to take up too much of your time. <laughs> yeah, so I I think that that's a perfect segue into uh, what I what I want Clear to uh, one of the main topics that I want to discuss here, Kyle. I mean, there is some strong words being used in episode one. <laughs> um, I wrote a few of them down here: hate, um, <laughs> asshole. I think the actual quote was kind of an asshole, so, you know, a slight qualifier there. But And then also tyrannical, which has been used a number of times today. That's on a sort of a different, uh, different rail, but that's, that's, that's okay. Um, I'll, just, I'll just ask it straight out um, because I think, I think the boys and girls at home, as well as the entire rest of the league, could, could stand to benefit from being reminded that there is some bias here. Kyle, how much of this stems from the fact that I ended your season last Listen, year? Listen, first of all, I, you, you seem to be focusing on a lot of those negative words. I also said that Jake was a family man and a wonderful human being and who taught also kids, who taught children. Entirely negative. That yep. all, all great Even things about, about Jake. Let's not forget that. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention Kyle's pick was right. Kyle's pick was right. Mm-hmm. I was, I was Kyle's right. pick was right. <laughs> Mike, you jinxed me, dude. I lost Just because seven, of that, dude. I think I'm going to choose you in every single one of your matchups. <laughs> am, am, I, am I bitter? Bitter is one way of saying it. Sure. It's, listen, I, I consider it motivated. All right. This, this, this league, mm-hmm. this team means a lot to me. All right. And what you did to my players out there last year, sending them home like that. You know what? I think we should all take that personal to a certain yeah. extent. Right. So, I mean that plus, you know, I I like to I like to have my goals focused on someone, right? And just I, you you kind of play the role of boogeyman. You're just you're the you're the commissioner. Enough, you you exactly. kind of can just yep. change the rules to make yourself win whenever you want. You can just push whatever <laughs> does, trade you want through. Does not happen. Pretty much <laughs> without any approval by any of us. Um, I'm not sure. I think I engaged in one trade last mm. year, and it was the most inconsequential trade of all time. It was like Dallas Goddard for James White, both of whom ended up being absolute busts. See, I mean, if you, um, see, it's, look, this this league is a, is a living, breathing organism. All right, Chris. 
So just by just saying that you're not the recipient of a trade you push through, that whole debacle with just Justin last year where Mike Thomas got traded with Joe, which you ended up pushing that through without any approval from us, that I'm just saying that because you're the recipient can still affect everybody. You feel me? In an effort, in an effort to shed this tyrannical label and mm. to be consistent with what I've done for just about every single league decision of consequence, would you like me to put it, trades to a vote? I, I, I think that's a good start. I think that is a good start for sure. I will tell you the reason why. The, it used to be like that. It, it did used to be like that. The reason why it is no longer like that is because, A, I'm pretty sure participation was inadequate in that the review periods were coming and going and not enough people were voting. So I think the trades were just getting pushed through anyways, or they were being held up further regardless. Like either way, that's not a scenario that anybody really would want. Um, or B, um, what is B again? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I had a B. Um, I think, I think B was that I think we all can tell when collusion is going on. And that's really the only scenario in which a trade would be vetoed. Like if two consenting adults reach an agreement to exchange bodily fluids and players, um, then like that's entirely their prerogative. Like who am I as league manager to say this trade is unfair? No, you can't do it. And that's exactly what happened in the Michael Thomas scenario. Um, you know, there was a huge amount of backlash from that trade because everybody thought it was a landslide in one direction. Um, but ultimately, it wasn't. I, I don't think there was any any evidence to prove that, you know, Joe was throwing his season and and giving Justin, you know, guys with high potential or whatever. So it, it went. Through. I have a quick question. Um, what? Uh, but we can do this to end this if you want. Uh, we can make this the last question. No sponsors though. Um, what? No free ads. Um, uh, do you have any like type of plans in mind or anything specific that you're going to do in the next like like let's say at at the end of the season between this season and the next to uh, like make the league better or like any any specific plans that you have to uh, to help out everyone as as we go through like no jokes just any specific plans that you have I think the the main way in which the league becomes quote unquote better um, is increased participation. Like everybody wants to, everybody that is in this league and participates in this league wants it to be competitive. Um, you know, obviously that's difficult given the fact that we're all like G geographically spread out um so the only means of connection that we might have are via a facebook messenger group chat um but you know i think it's the stuff like this on the side that that really kind of draws people in like obviously it's been well documented 
my lack of power rankings, which I think I set a really high bar back. I, in. I don't even know. I was writing year books, was, Kyle. I don't even you were know if you were in the books. league at this point, dude. I was writing like this is. They're probably some of the like greatest things I've ever written. Like were those power ra- rankings? I can say that with confidence. Like I like wrote. I can't, I can't even tell you how many papers I wrote <laughs> being a freaking economics major. Like it's. But I'll stand by that those power rankings were some of the most creative and, and well-written Do we have any of those things documented? I've ever done. And that was back in high school. If I went into the league history, I could maybe find them. I, they, they were, I mean, we're going back to like 2014, 2015 here. Like this was a, this was a while ago. Um, there was a really high bar that is, that is to, you know, since been, not been mad, not even close. I think I maybe one or two other years I did like mid season or year end power rankings or, or something like that. Um, and I still may this year. I say that every year, like I may, like I blah, blah, blah. It's like if I, if I find the, the time and the motivation to sit down for four hours and, and comb through everybody's roster and come up with some, some witty jokes um, and write 3000 words on the state of the league, then than I just may, but I I'm, I don't want to commit to that. It's I feel like I've committed to it in the past and not delivered, and that's that's even worse. So um, perhaps it'll I'll just leave the uh, a cliffhanger like oh in, in May happen. So blah, we blah, might blah. have to take some of that open. from you then. We might we um, might have to uh, that might be an idea for the podcast, Kyle. We might have to go through some some power rankings mid season or something like that as like a special. Uh, a special type of thing as long as you're okay with that chris and uh you can let us know if you're going to do that or not by all means by all means i mean i'm not the only one that i'm not the only one that has done it like years, even within yeah. respective seasons uh, so, so i have one more question um, you know the more the merrier so i feel like with me it's a pretty obvious like i have a rivalry with you that I, it's kind of my fault i i i, I drive it and it's like i said it's like circa the last six weeks no need to put our start date yeah (laughs) well i suppose i mean we can go back so i consider myself a rival with you i also consider to have a rival with mike just as mike's my closest like person here who who do you think would you be your big rally i know you and harriet you and harriet shit talk all the time Jake seems to have wanted to like make <laughs> mm-hmm. a rivalry out of that's your, what was my, your that's what matchup was and his leading. matchup. That 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 kind of drives this, yeah. Like it, it, he's put a lot of uh, Jake a lot of his uh, stock into this. So, you know, I, I don't think it's offensive to anybody else in the league if I say that, you know, at, le- at least between Jake and Drew. Um, those are like the two guys that I'm closest with in the league. Like Jake, I've known since like the first day of LaSalle. Um, and Drew was one of my, one of my best friends all throughout college. Um, so I would say we certainly have the closest personal relationship of any other league members. Um, I'll also mention Justin, him and I have, have met in a number of meaningful games, including the inaugural championship and then um, the next championship, the second one as well. Um, so that, that, that rivalry has been, been quiet lately. You know, I, I don't even know when the last time Justin made the playoffs was. It's been, it's been a long road for him um, the last couple of years. But, uh, 
but yeah, I I would say yeah. Jake is a rivalry week. Um I would I would say I circle the matchups against Jake, Drew, <laughs> Justin. It's an honor to be on that now list. you Kyle. That's all we need to hear. Is this is a little bit more emphasis placed on those matchups. Not to say that mean they mean any more, you know, from yeah. Mean anything more at the end of the day like it's 1 and 0 or 0 and 1. But I would certainly like to have those be wins just so that, you know, there can be a little I'm extra smack. To well, I mean, I, mean I appreciate you coming uh, on, Chris. I know that we got it was a little bit funky with all my technical issues and stuff and kind of pushed you back an hour, uh, half an hour or so. But I do appreciate you coming on. Um, and I will no, – no. I'm not going to give you any say in my editing, but I will give you like a, a heads – I'll send it to you first just so you can prepare and your girlfriend if you want to try to avoid that. Okay. Uh, she might be concerned with sure. all this penis talk. <laughs> I don't think I said I think anything. I'm actually going to – to the intro song, I'm just going to cut you saying penis and then just penis, penis, penis for the entire intro song. I think that's what I'm going to do this time. <laughs> If you are willing to go through that edit, editing list, right, perfect. Then Any I'd uh, love closing to hear comments it. there, Chris? Um, <laughs> not I. Nothing but uh, but thanks to you both for for inviting me on the show. Like I said, I'm I'm honored to be the inaugural guest. I'm, I was excited right. to to come on, and, and it was a lot of fun. So I'm um, looking forward to uh, hoping to get back on at some point and uh looking forward to hearing everybody else's as well thank you for the time all right thank you thank you guys all right once again big thank you to chris um and we still got uh drafting of uh of teams and we also have uh matchups uh coming on next appreciate you guys for listening so mike do you want to uh do you want to start off with the, the teams uh, yeah, sure. So let's go through. Um, well, let's do a recap of last week first. So oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'll, yeah. So, I'll recap. Yeah. I'll recap the teams from last week. Uh, just to refresh everyone's mind, Kyle had um, the entirety of the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and I had Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Keenan Allen, Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Gronkowski, the Pats defense, and Tyler Bass. So who won that game, Mike? Um, the winner of that game, as not as big of a margin as you think, Kyle did mm-hmm. end up taking it though. Mm-hmm. Seven point three point margin. He had one hundred and twenty eight point three points. I had one hundred and twenty one points. Definitely more of an uh, of a all like a well rounded um, performance for my team, but just couldn't quite overcome Aaron Jones's thirty eight points. Absolutely Hand up. insane. Hand up. Chris had. A good point in the group chat right after we did this I need to be better all right I am officially off Clyde Edwards Hilaire I I do not want anything to do with Clyde Edwards Hilaire I am officially jumping off that boat that is bold I you know he's done last week was was I hit my limit I hit I hit rock bottom when it came to me and CEH and Chris has been talking shit for a while and you know what even sometimes you just gotta listen to the haters. You try to push them out, but you know every once in a while they have a little they have a little nugget of positive information. That's that nugget. I'm officially off Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I actually am 
I so we we're changed up the system of how we're gonna do this. I am not gonna take Clyde Edwards Hilaire for the next fifteen weeks. Wow, uh, he's just he's, he's off, your board. off my board. He's, he's board. cross. I'm gonna pretend like Clyde Edwards Hilaire doesn't exist. Wow, what what caused this? I mean, he so put up two I, points last week, but he like, put up two, two points six. last week. Yeah, and there was there. Were, I saw a stat today that. He broke like every receiving back record at LSU mm-hmm. and has averaged something like three receptions or two receptions per game since entering the NFL. Yeah. So I'm not sure where the miscommunication is, but uh, Joe Burrow thinks that Clyde Edwards Hilaire was the most talented person on that team. Uh, obviously, that Orgeron thought Clyde Edwards Hilaire was, talent- was one of the most talented people on that team. And Andy Reid apparently doesn't think he can do anything. So I'm officially off Clyde Edwards Hilaire, done taking him. Had enough. Um, with that being said, Mike, how about you go ahead and make this this week's first pick? Okay, awesome. So just to just remind everyone, um, no one from the first round. Uh, a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense. Um, Zach, having you as the third person too is going to put a little bit more strategy into this. Can't just like. Like if I take a tight end early, you can't just wait until the last round. You know that that that's gonna help out. But um, so first pick, let's see. I think that I am going to take. I mean, it feels like such like a low, like a low thing to do because I picked him last week. I mean, he wasn't taken in the first round of the league, but he was taken in the second round. But, you know, he's got to come off the board at some point, and the matchup this week just makes sense. I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins versus wow. Jacksonville. Um, wow. It, I think that that whole match Pretends is just going to gonna be, be insane. Like, it, it, well, I mean, I feel like that's the obvious that, That's the obvious first pick. No, I'm just – I. Me personally, I I'm, I I, I want to save some of my some of those all stars. I want to save them for a I de- bit later in the year. I want to so save I, some I, of them, but like it's against Jacksonville, dude. Like yeah, I feel that's... like if there's one if there's one matchup that I want, it's gonna be this one. And like there's plenty of other the wide receiver group is just gonna be so deep anyway for us because all of the high end running backs got taken in the first round. Almost none of the high end wide receivers did. It was mm-hmm. just. Tyreek and Devontae Adams. I mean, um, this is just this is just me and your fantasy strategy down to a T. You know, you you love to get off to a fiery start. It's all about those first few weeks. Me, I like to wait for the playoffs. I like to wait to wait before I make all my big moves. You know, really for when when the time when it when it matters. You know, but hey, that's to I, each his own. You I like I like to think that my uh, my strategy is to never be never be satisfied, never be never be complacent, and I think that. Uh, this will help me do that. Stay on my toes. So yeah, I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins. Um, if we're gonna go in snake order, Zach, you can go ahead and take the second pick, and then mm-hmm. Kyle, you'll get two in a row after that. Mm-hmm. All right, I got some options. I got a lot of options. You have the entire league. Except I know. For the first, the first <laughs> round, and, and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm gonna go a little bit of a wild card here, because I think. He's going to have a good week. Now, I could be completely wrong, but I am going to take – hold on. Wait. You wait. seem so prepared. I just yeah. saw – no, I just saw – that, that oh, Okay, now we're good. I've never seen I someone stall for 20 seconds more incredibly. With <laughs> my first pick, Melvin Gordon. 
He was on my fucking board. vomit. Was on my what board. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he was on my board. Did you not hear me? Like, did you not hear? Did you not listen to the last podcast? Actually, no, you didn't because I didn't send it to you. Um, yeah, he was thanks. on. He was on when we were recording. Oh, so you heard me say that I literally rather have an IR Gus Edwards than Melvin Gordon, correct? Well, what did he do last week? Let's again. See. He had like eight point nine points, some shit like that. Yeah, how many you? did IR Gus Edwards have? Zero, but <laughs> <laughs> you're missing the point. They played the Melvin lowly Gordon is Jets. Overrated. I could not hate it that, especially with their first pick. They played the lowly Jets. They're at home. Mm. I feel comfortable with it. I think, they're gonna be I think that's the, a good pick. They're going to be Yuck. trying to eat clock, and that's what they're going to they're gonna run the ball. That's just me. All right. Yep, I'm, I agree with that. That's it, that's okay, though. We don't have to agree on everything. That's the, nope. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, so, Kyle, go ahead. You got you got two in a row. All right. Uh, so, I am going to take one pretty highly ranked player this week. Um, all my other ones are pretty much matchup picks, uh, but this one is matchup plus. I just think that. I, I it's it's an area where I'm comfortable where I'm taking one of the high ends early because um, I, I I know for a fact that when we get to the towards the end of the year we're all gonna be saving the same people um, so I kind of want to do it now um, so I'm gonna take uh, T J Hawkinson um, okay. yeah so I the, the over these first two games man it's like I got to say, there's one person that I'm, like, unbelievably impressed with, and it's got to be TJ. He's really kind of coming to his own. With Dan Campbell coming in, it was kind of a little bit questionable whether uh, whether he would really take a next step forward. Um, Dan Campbell's, like, a very, like, I don't know, gritty, gritty head coach. So I, I had a lot of doubts in, every, in general. But with these first two weeks, um, I – Definitely, I think that I'm I'm back on the TJ train where I think that he might, he's going to be a top five tight end, um, the in the league this year, and then he's only going up from there. He might I think that he's probably going to come above Kittle at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, on top of all of that, they're playing the Ravens this week, um, who I think that we can definitively say now their defense is not looking too hot. Um, Especially in that secondary, I said all this last week. Um, I'm just kind of repeat it. Mark Peters gone, um, and then those linebackers. When you have a dynamic playmaker like Travis Kelsey, ate them up. Um, so I think TJ is going to do the same exact thing. Uh, so I'm going to take TJ with my first pick. Yeah, it helps um, too. If I could say one thing, it helps when mm-hmm. you're when the team as a whole is attempting 40 plus passes per week. Yeah, insane. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. And, hey, and Jared Goff is. Showing that he's not reliable, but he's, he's viable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with my uh, second pick, see, I don't. I actually don't think that any of my players can be taken. So I'm. I'm it's just a matter of trying to figure out which <laughs> one. Um, fuck it. I'm gonna go uh, Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Um, this one is strictly, strictly. I cannot cannot just like I cannot say that enough this is strictly matchup um I believe he plays the Jets correct um he does yeah, yeah he Melbourne. plays the Jets yeah, yeah. um so he is QB 11 right now I do not have faith in Teddy Bridgewater as a long-term quarterback I like if he was on my fantasy team I would not feel good about it um he does have a fucking dick that is one to envy, for the size sure. Size of Djibouti. Um, but 
as for a football player, I am not really on the Teddy Bridgewater train. I think that he's having like a Pat Ryan Fitzpatrick type mode right now where he's going to go off for three or four games in a row before he comes back to earth. Uh, so I want to get him before he hops off that train. The Jets stink, always will stink, always have stink. So I'm going to take Teddy Bridgewater, and I think that's going to be a great value pick for me this week. Awesome. Zach, you're up. So I'm picking a receiver. It's going to be Darius Slayton. Ooh. I think he hasn't really done much the first couple of weeks, but I think this is the week against Atlanta, who has a very, very suspect defense. Stink. And I think maybe, maybe, I mean, I'm trusting Daniel Jones to throw a good ball here. We'll get Darius Slayton the ball, but I am going to pick Darius Slayton. Yeah, it's a good I, pick. I actually like that pick, yeah. Yeah, he. I, I, I One of my picks is going in the same vein, so. I feel like he, did he do pretty well last week? I feel like he had I don't a pretty good No, that was, week. Uh, I think it was week Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard went off, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But week one, I think Darius Slayton played well, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, um,. All right, cool. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take a running back then because both of you ended up taking receiving options. Kyle ended up taking a tight end and a quarterback. Um, I am going to take Chris Carson versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it, Pete Carroll. Just he wants to run the football. Like you can tell. And it, it does open up things for Russell Wilson, but Chris Carson is just, like, on a tear already. Um, and the running backs behind him somehow got hurt. Um, so he's going to really be the only option that is going to be reliable in that scenario. Um, so I'm going to take him with my first pick. And Hand then up. I have a lot of money on the Vikings this week. A really? A lot of money on the Vikings. Yeah, wow. So I'm hoping you're wrong. And that's honestly the Vikings is just a gut pick for me right now. Is that a money line uh, pick? Uh, I have them money line and I have them to cover. I have both. Wow. I mean, the, mm. the, that, I, I believe I have the over as well. In that. They played the Cardinals very, very close. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm wondering how much of that was. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even have. Uh, I took the Cardinals last week minus three and a half, and that bit me in the ass. But um, I just, I don't even have like a. Uh, I don't even have uh, an explanation for well, it. Well, the Vikings are just like we talked about it. Like we talked about it about the Panthers last week. They're just like the pa- the Panthers. Like I like we, I literally said it on this podcast last week that I was like, "Hey, the Panthers, they're guaranteed for like four games a year." Where you're like, "Why they had no business winning this game? They had no business beating the Saints the way they did. They had zero business." But I guarantee you, the Panthers are literally going to lose to like the Jaguars this year. They're going to lose to like they're going to be the one like the one win that the Lions have, mm-hmm. you know. But the Vikings are the same exact way. They're they're always going to have that one game where you're like, wow, the Vikings are like Super Bowl caliber, and then they're going to end up getting clapped by the Texans. Yeah, but here's the thing though. Do you feel like so? I I have this note in one of our matchups a little bit later, like this kind of like this same process of thinking, like. Do you feel like this might be a wasted pick considering how well they played against Arizona? Like, are are you chasing a week that already happened? Do you think with Minnesota, or do you think well, that it's lost. just indicative of yeah? But they they lost by two. Yeah, but a loss is a loss. I think it's more. I think it's more ballsy to pick Seattle after they've had two of those games. Two like they won week one, right? But it was tight. It was tight. Yeah. Yeah. So like they had two really fought tooth and nail games. Um, so, I mean, I, I think the exact opposite way. I think that 
uh, after like the disappointing start for the Vikings, that they're finally that like they're just bound to get one. Um, but in the opposite side, I think Seattle's one of those teams where it's like you can't play to an overtime game every week. You know, mm-hmm. it's eventually it's going to take a toll. And you said you already said that the some of they were already dealing with some injuries. Um, We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, but I don't, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's going to be a wash by any means. I mean, I, like any NFL team could win on any given week, but um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think this is kind of like a do or die game for the Vikings. It's like, are they real? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next pick, I'm going to take Tyson Williams versus Detroit. Kyle, I think you might like this one because it is a little bit more. Um, a little bit more like out of the realm of like superstar players, right? Was he on your the board? Lions Were you looking for him? Stink. Yeah, I I think that the Ravens aren't. Uh, I I took Mark Andrews out of my lineup this week. I don't think the Ravens are mm-hmm. are going to pass at all. Like it, if so, it'll be at the very beginning of the game, um, and then that'll be it. Because again, Harbaugh likes to run the ball, and they're going to be able to do it against Detroit. Like it, it's just this is going to be like pace of play the entire time Tyson will probably end up having over a 100 yard game again he's had 90 yeah. plus yards the past two games um so yeah he's gonna like have a really pick. good week I'm starting him this week too so I, I feel good on, a, on a side note the mic'd up of Jim Harbaugh asking Lamar um, Lamar mm-hmm. if you wanted to go for it he's like an all-time NFL electric. moment. That was awesome. Electric. Absolutely yeah. awesome. I like just watching that in real time too. Like you could easily read his lips. Like perfect. Can't the cameraman had him perfectly in shot. Perfect. Awesome. Great NFL moment. Very similar to uh, uh, same vibes as um, as when Nick Foles was the one who called the Philly special. Yeah. Very similar. But yeah, yeah. go ahead, Zach. All you. All right. So I'm gonna pick another receiver, and I'm gonna go Darnell Mooney of the Bears. Because I believe I like that. Justin Fields, since his first start, mm-hmm. that's gonna be his favorite mm-hmm. target. That's just a, that's a that's a hunch. That's not a definite. But Darnell Mooney is very underrated, and I think he's due for a big week. So I I really yeah. Justin Justin Fields is starting. Um, gonna be electric. I'm excited. Gonna be electric. Uh, this is a live update, and um, yeah, DJ Moore's going. This off. is actually uh, a. I'm going to label this one, fuck you, Chris. Uh, we are t- we have 12 minutes left in the second quarter. DJ Moore is 6 of 9 with 100 yards. So Yeah, he's going off. Lick my taint. Um, <laughs> let's continue. Also, okay, also I think Christian McCaffrey has handled uh, – it, it's been 10 plays this drive for the Panthers. I think Christian McCaffrey has handled nine of them. So I'm feeling pretty good too. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it me? Yeah, it's me, yeah, right? Yeah, Zach just took Mooney. You got two. Uh, All right, so I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't you need wanna... receivers and running backs. Yep. Um, so I'm going to t- I'm going to start going a little bit rapid fire here because I just I want to make sure that this isn't going to be like a three hour long podcast. Yeah, yeah, we took a while um, this past few. Might be. Yeah, no, 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 no one's fault. Um, I'm going to just do these two rapid fire. I'm going to take uh, Kenny Galladay uh, for the exact same reason that Zach took Darius. I actually I cannot even. I had money on Giants money line. On that fucking game. That was that was an awesome game. I had significant money on Giants money line. Mm-hmm. And I almost quit watching football entirely. I, I was almost ready to to just cancel every like my YouTube TV cancel. I didn't I didn't want to watch a game. I didn't want I delete my fantasy teams. That's how upset I was. Fast forward six days, 
I'm back on the Giants. I love Daniel. I love Daniel Jones. I'm giving him faith again. I love Kenny G. The fire on the sidelines. People are complaining about it. I like fire. Give yep. me fire. I like it. I want Kenny G. Kenny G's the number one receiver. He's paid twenty million a year to be the number one receiver, and he's going to get fifteen targets this week. Give me Kenny G. I'm all about the Giants. Have money on the Giants again. Let's go, Daniel Jones. That was great. Awesome. Next pick. I'm going Mike Williams. That is that's great that pick. is a value pick right there. Great pick. Value pick. Justin Herbert is good for at least three just fade balls to Mike Williams just a game. Chief secondary, not too hot. Um, and I think that it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think that's gonna be seventy plus points. Have the whole have the over hammered for the Chargers uh Chiefs. Um yeah, I like Mike Williams. I think that's a great value pick. Yep, I like it. I, I'm honestly debating starting him in um, in a different league this week. I, I cannot figure out that question, but um, yeah, good pick. Zach, all you. All right, so what do I have? Two receivers, running back? Oh, I'm going to go another running yep. back. So I'm going to go Zach Moss of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I figure, you wow. know, they kind of platoon in Buffalo, so I figure, you know, one of them will have a big week, and I just have a good feeling that Zach Wall, since he has the same name as me, that he'll have a great week. I like that. I like it. I mean, going off picks off of a name are always the best ones, is what I like to say. 100%. Um, all right, I'm going to take my quarterback here before Zach has a chance. Um, I'm going to take Danny Dimes versus Atlanta. I, it, You guys both picked... The receivers, um, Atlanta friggin' sucks, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and th- that was my number one pick for this week. Um, so I will take that. And then um, I guess I'll take my last receiver as well. I can hold off on the tight end portion of it. Um, I'm going to take oh. Christian McCaffrey in the medical tent. Yeah, I know. I just saw that. I'm not excited about it. Um Oh, the, it, DJ Moore would be cheating. He's on my list, but it's cheating. We already know how he's doing. I'm going to take – I hate saying this. I'm going to take Jalen Rager versus Dallas. I, I, have, I had him on my list too. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I, it, It's going to be my second time picking someone against the Dallas secondary, and it worked for me last week. I have uh, – I have um, uh, Hurts on my team. Um, and I think it's going to be a good week for the Eagles and the Cowboys. So that's going to be a really interesting game. Zach, if you have any comments on that, more than welcome to chime in. If not, you're on the clock. For any betting advice, take the over. That's all I'm going to say. Love it. It's going to be a track meet. That's an over that I didn't take because it's so obvious to so take obvious, the over yeah. that I didn't take the that I didn't take the over. That's one of those that's one of those lines where it's like that too obvious going against it. It's, I think mm-hmm. it's my my pick correct yep all you so i'm gonna go tight end i'm gonna go jared cook of the Chargers. good pick he literally torched dallas's defense last week as i witnessed firsthand he still has it and i think the chief secondary is kind of suspect that seam route over the middle justin herbert will find him all day yeah, I do agree. Yeah, the Chargers are going to have to be throw sus. Against, yeah, you, you have to throw against right? the Chargers, or you have to throw against the Chiefs, no matter what team you are. 
Uh, All right, it's, Jake Gebhardt. Double, right? Jake, yeah, you, you're you're up next. But Jake Gebhardt just said in the group chat, DJ more greater than Juju. <laughs> that's facts. That is that. That's a family man right there. That is. He teaches children, ladies and gentlemen. That is a quality human being. Go Jake. Awesome. Uh, this is a pro Jake show for sure. Um, yeah. So my next two, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to just backs. knock both my running backs off my board. Yep. Um, and I'm going to go rapid fire here. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. Um, yeah. Against uh, the Cardinals. Uh, they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's in shambles right now. Um, also, side note on betting, I actually have money on Jacksonville covering this week. Um, I think they're eventually going to bounce back. Not win, bounce back. Um, <laughs> and then I'm also going to take Javante Williams. Um, playing Jets. Jets stink. Trying to get a value pick. Melvin Gordon is literally my least favorite player in the entire league at the moment. Um, I have no faith in Melvin Gordon. I think Javante has some uh, potential. He's not going to be great, but he has potential. Um, so I'm trying to get a value pick with that one. So I'm going Chase and Javante. All good points. Awesome. Zach, you're up. I got, I'm going to pick a defense then. Okay. Here's a wild card defense going to play well, well this week. The Arizona Cardinals against Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence has shown that he can't – well, I can't really say that. But he's shown a lot of ability to throw picks early on. And I feel like, you know, Chandler Jones is going to get after the quarterback. And Zach, let me ask a quick question. Just in general, this is just a side note. Mm-hmm. Who has the uh, record for interceptions thrown by a rookie? Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Correct. Just saying. Well, just wanted to throw that out there. I just said the first couple weeks. So I'm not going to – is this really happening that CMC really got hurt? Yeah, he's out. They're saying it's a hamstring injury. We'll see how bad it is and after the game, I Mike, guess. Mike, this is why I call him the glass house, and this is why I do not want to take him. It, in but the, our that's other the league. thing, though. Like PJ, PJ just said the same thing. He's like, Christian McCaffrey gets hurt every season. Last season is the first season he got hurt. Before that, he had two top five running back years. That's true. And he played, and he played 15-plus games in both of them. So, like, you can't just – say that off of one year and yeah sure he has no, a hamstring I mean, injury I'm right now but he might just be out for this game hopefully I'm not saying but he's a glass house I'm just saying when you have constant ham- you did say he's a glass house, house. when you have constant exactly. hamstring sorry, injuries you yeah you're gonna you're gonna get the label I'm sorry that that freaks me out a little bit you could be the best goddamn player in the world Saquon's the same way dude has hammy I mean he did tear his ACL it's a little bit different but he also has hamstring and quad issues Prior to him blowing his knee out, that's my only fear with running backs like that. Yeah, I think it's just too early to put that that on him. Let's see what this injury is. We'll make judgments off that. But um, all right, all right so he just took the Cardinals. I'm gonna take uh, my. I don't need to take a tight end yet, um, so I'm going to take a defense first. I'm going to take. I just sneezed. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore's – nope, I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Baltimore's defense against uh, Detroit. Um, It's so tough because, like, Detroit has TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. Like, they're guys that can do well, but it's just – like I said, Baltimore's going to be running that whole game. Like, pace of game is going to be – 
like all in Baltimore's favor. Jared Goff is going to try to throw all, all over the field, and we just have to hope Baltimore's secondary holds up. So um, I'm going to take that like suspect defense now, get it out of the way. Um, and then uh, for my – I'll take a kicker. I'll take um, McLaughlin on Cleveland against Chicago. Um, I think Chicago's defense is a little bit better than what uh, Baker Mayfield has seen – previously this year maybe not kansas city but definitely with houston um and i just uh yeah i'm feeling good about that so i'll take it i'll use zach all right so i'm gonna go quarterback and he's starting this week in in place of an injured player if you said jacoby Brissett, i'm gonna punch you it's jacoby Brissett. God, you <laughs> fucking idiot zach <laughs> jesus christ against the the raiders yeah, I Very think uh, this could be an upset week. I think uh, Jacoby, full week of, you know, doing with the playbook, first team, that he'll come out. And, again, it's a boomer bust pick. It's not a guarantee he's going to do well, but I think he'll. I can guarantee you he will not do well. Okay, well, that that's your opinion. You're entitled to that. So <laughs> I'm going to lead you to it. But I believe that he'll have a decent week. So, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. All right. Hey, he's the GOAT. I'll take it. He's a New England uh, savior. Fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think I could take Tim Tebow to uh, start for quarterback for me. I have a better pick than that. But nonetheless. Oh, you're taking um, Tim Tebow? You already have Teddy No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to take um, a kicker, and let's go uh, Go Gam- uh, Graham Gano on the Giants uh, mm-hmm. against uh, Atlanta. Um. Giants don't have a great red zone offense, uh, so hopefully they can just – Atlanta's bad enough where they can at least get into the red zone and get some chip shots for Gano. Uh I kind of like that. Um, and what do I have left? A defense, and I think that's it, right? Just a D? Yep. Um, I'm going to go uh, Broncos defense. Against Zach the Wilson just threw four interceptions. I don't think that's stopping anytime soon. Um yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. The Jets are the Jets. All right, Zach, you got a kicker. You know I can't go out without drafting the Dallas Cowboys, so I'm going to draft Greg the Leg. He had a good week last week. He did. He he he, he repaid his debts. Um, all right, so I'm up with my last pick. I need to take a tight end. Um, we all have uh, someone from this team. Um, the Jets stink, so I think Noah Fant is going to have a pretty good game. So I'm going to take Noah Fant with my last pick, like lower lower level, like week to week, but I like the matchup. So I'll take it. So uh, final uh, final rosters, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Carson, Tyson Williams, Danny Dimes, Jalen Rager, uh, the Baltimore defense, Chase McLaughlin, and Noah Fant. Uh, Zach has Melvin Gordon, Darius Slayton, Darnell Mooney, Zach Moss, Jared Cook, the Cardinals defense, Jacoby Brissett, and Greg Zerloin. And then Kyle has TJ Hawkinson, Teddy Bridgewater, Kenny G, Mike Williams, Chase Edmonds, Javante Williams, Graham Gano, and the Broncos defense. How are we feeling? I actually feel great. Not a single one of my players was picked, so I got I literally got my first pick in every single person. Yeah, I, I think I was the I was the same. Um, I think the only other one that I had that got picked was Mike Williams. But other than that, I feel good. 
All right. Awesome. Uh, let's just jump. Let's jump right into predictions now. Um, just so we can try to get this moving. Yeah. Uh, let's try to get through these like the twenty minutes or so. Um, so first game is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Still haven't changed their name. Uh, I'm not sure CJ. I don't think CJ listened. Um, at all last week, so someone be nice enough to reach out to CJ, tell him that he needs to change his name because it's boring. Uh, but he is playing uh, Chris Rakikas. Um, just quick thoughts on this game. Uh, Robbie Anderson is playing currently. I am not on the Robbie Anderson train. Uh, I don't think he's going to play any better today. I don't think he's going to be great as all season. You might be lucky. In my opinion, you might be lucky to get 700 yards this year. Um so I do not like Robbie Anderson. Um, I also still don't like Kyle Pitts. First year tight ends are never really a good move, um, and I think there's a lot of growing pains from Pitts' end. Um, but the way the Falcons look, I don't like Pitts at all. Um, so I, I don't like Pitts. Uh, one person I do love though, Zeke and Dak. As much as I hate Chris, I don't hate Chris. That's a lie. As much as me and Chris disagree on topics. Love Dak, love Zeke this week. I think that's going to be a power duo. I am taking Chris uh, to win the game entirely. Yeah, very similar. I um, <laughs> CJ just has like insane matchups this week. Um, but you're right, Robbie Anderson. My my like my uh, headline for this game was: Will we see the Robbie Anderson of 2020 this week? I don't think it's going to happen um, based off of what we've seen already. Um, but uh, Zeke needs to have a good week this week, too. So uh, I think he's going to be trying his heart out for Chris um, just so that Chris doesn't trade him. And that is the only reason why. Right, Zach? Oh, 100%. And I think we also, going away from the Cowboys here, can we just pencil in Darren Waller for 20 points, like, off the rip? Because, I mean, he gets, yeah. like, 30 targets a game. Uh, this is a perfect letdown spot for the Raiders, though. I it is. It is. But and the Raiders are going to be let down soon. But Waller's the only target they really throw to consistently. So I feel like he's just... Henry Ruggs is a weapon. Uh, okay. Well, well, it's either Henry determined. Ruggs or Brian Edwards each week. But yeah, Zeke... <laughs> I, it's, I think Zeke, it really depends. Zeke's going to have a good week. Dak, I mean, Dak's going to be what he does. And he's going to do what he has to do. Uh, DeAndre Swift against Baltimore's defense I like a lot, too. Um, on the other side of things, I don't like Jonathan Taylor. I don't know. I don't like how they run a committee, essentially, with Marlon. I think Marlon Mack and uh, Naheem Hines. And I like uh, Cortland Sutton this week, too. I think he's going to have a big week against the Jets. So I was a little bit blindsided right here. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at these stats. I'm looking at uh, the matchups live as, we, as we're right now. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Um, Team Drew has changed his name. Oh, no. Oh, <clears throat> the hot chub time machine. Drew, the amount of respect you've earned from this podcast, uh, clap it up for Drew. Clap it up for Drew. That was amazing. Wow. That is that is how... that That's how you step up right there. There was, there was a call for action. Action was taken. And it was a beautiful action, to say the least. Yep. Um, I'm on board. I got to be honest with you. I don't even need to look at the teams. With that information that I was just given, 
I think Drew is going to win this game 170 to 110. Um, I don't. This might be the highest scoring game for any team I, within the past three years. I said the exact same um, thing. Yep. I, I. I. I literally. I'm not even going to look at the players anymore because I don't want to even try to talk myself out of it. Drew is winning this game. It's not even going to be close. I'm sorry, Alex. It's unfair that you had to be on this side of this on this week specifically, but that. Drew, I'm taking Drew. I'll put I'll put my house on Drew right now. Responsibly, I'd put my house on Drew. Yeah, I mean, I like I don't think that you would even be able to talk yourself out of it if you tried. Um, Alex is in running back trouble. Um, I mean, his uh, team name is the the Dirty Punts. I'll trade him Kareem Hunt just to match his name. Like I'll I'll do it. Hey, Alex, hit me up. I got you. Um, but yeah, Drew's team is insane right now. Like even with a little bit tougher matchups this week. I played him last week, thought I had it in the bag, and then Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett went off for, like, 50 points combined. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, plus the name change. My actual prediction for this game was Drew 145, Alex 115. So, Kyle, you're not far off even with, like, that insane projection. Um, so, yeah, I love Drew this week. Zach, you got any comments on this one? I would love to have comments on this one, but my phone decided to shut off in the middle of this, so I literally had to go get my charger to figure out what's going on. So I do not. We'll get to him later. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, this is the best of us. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have uh, Threat Level Midnight, uh, Jake versus Bianca, the hash singing slashers. Um, still, I want to preface this. Jake's a great guy, phenomenal guy. He's, mm-hmm. He teaches children. Uh, I'm sure he donates a lot of money he seems like a big donate guy um i'm sure he goes to church seems like a quality dude just a great human being in general um that being said i think he's gonna get clapped this week um not but still um this is a pro jake podcast absolutely fact absolutely a pro jake podcast yep with that being said i think jake's gonna get smacked this week tom brady against the rams what's the one way that you beat tom brady it's proven over and over again you get you get defensive pressure by just rushing four. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this guy, but his name is Aaron Donald. Who? He plays for the Rams. Who? Um, and that's going to be a fucking problem for Brady. So I don't like a lot from Brady this week. Um, Antonio Gibson is another person I don't like from. Breaking news, Buffalo is a phenomenal team. I guess for some reason that was up in the air for week one just because they had a down game. Buffalo's great. Kind of shut down Gibson, um, especially with Tyler Heineke at um, at quarterback. Um, and yeah, I, I don't. I, I also don't like. Um, I don't like uh, Cooper Cup at tip. I mean, not Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. I don't like Mike Evans. Apologize. I don't like Mike Evans uh, against uh, the Rams as well. Just that Rams defense is a buzzsaw, um, especially with Jalen Ramsey back there. I think that Jalen Ramsey is gonna kind of follow Mike Evans all around that field. They kind of match up perfectly. Um, they're both big guys, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, six, they're kind of both very physical. Um, I just think that's kind of a matchup nightmare for him. So I'm going to take Bianca all day, every day today. Pro J podcast, taking Bianca. Yeah. Um, yeah, with all due respect to Mr. and Mrs. Jake Gebhardt, um, I, I also have Bianca in this game. Um, th- we might as well call this game just the the uh, the Rams versus the Buccaneers. We have Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Daryl Henderson, and Chris Godwin all playing in this game. And honestly, I, I think you're right. Out of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I'll take Chris Godwin all day. 
the only things that are a little suspect on Bianca's side, she's starting Daryl Henderson as of right now. I'm not even sure if he's playing on Sunday. They they still have to check out tomorrow, so I'm assuming she's waiting for that report to come out or just like waiting to hear whether or not he's playing or not. Um, and also Max Williams on Arizona. I mean, I, I get that it's a good matchup, but like this is kind of what I was saying earlier with the Minnesota defense or uh, with Minnesota in general. Um, like I, I think she might be chasing a game that already happened. Like I, I'm not sure how involved Max Williams is actually going to be in the Arizona defense going forward. I mean, we see it every year. There are these like one game wonders kind of thing. And I think that that time has either passed or it will be this week and that'll be it. So I, it could go either way there. I'm still going to take Bianca. Um, I think that her team is uh, in a better situation than Jake's right now. I agree. Any comments, Zach? I have to say that I think Tom Brady throws two or three picks Sunday. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is that dude, and I think just him being in the middle, forcing Tom Brady. Like you said, you got to make Tom Brady move, which, I mean, we've been saying that for for freaking, what, 20 years now, and, yeah, seven Super Bowls later. But, you know, that's the one way you can kind of get him rattled is just interior pressure. I think with Jalen Ramsey out there, too, it's a recipe for that. Now, I could be completely wrong, but that's my hot take. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, So, moving on to uh, Justin um, versus Donnie. We have, uh, excuse me, Uh, Desperate Bachelor versus the Red Sox of the White Sox. Still no name change from Donnie. Just don't think you listen to the pod. It's all right. Not everyone has to be invested in the Fantasy League. I get it. I mean... Do you consider are you making the league better by not being invested? I don't know. That's that's, that's for you guys to decide. Um, no. <laughs> Jk. I don't know. I still don't know Donnie. Haven't met him. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. Um, I haven't met him either. So I'm not gonna go I as far as saying that we're a pro Donnie podcast like we are a pro Jake podcast. But I say we um, go pro Jake anti Donnie. Uh, we're already, we're anti Chris, so I say we have to go <sighs> pro Jake anti Chris. Don't really care about Donnie. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll take the Fair. neutral and fine. Okay, right. neutral Donnie. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but looking at this, um, I do think that Justin is going to win this game. Um, as much shit as I talked last week about OBJ, I think OBJ is actually going to have a good week. I don't think he's going to have like 25 points, but I think he's going to be above 15. Um, I, like I said, I think TJ Hawkinson's about to pop off. Uh, the only thing I really don't like about Justin is Tony Pollard in that flex spot. I'm not completely sold on Tony Pollard yet. Um, I think that they're kind of doing some – they're just spreading the load right now just for early season. But I think when once the Cowboys get rolling, once we get close to playoffs, that Zeke is going to take that main role again. Um, they're going to go really start running downhill. Um, and I think Derrick Henry – I think Tractor Cito season started. And I don't think we're going to start. Started early. I think – I think Tractor Cito season is open for business and it is going to continue to go until they eventually lose in the playoffs. Um, so, any, uh, any, any? Do you agree? Do you disagree, Mike? Um, I do have the other side of this game with Tony Pollard in that flex spot and um, Odell Beckham in. Um, I'm calling this the poo-poo game of the week, hundred um, percent. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know how many how many jokes I can make about that before it gets old, but you can know it, um, that doesn't get old. <laughs> uh, I also think that this week is going to be the week that Najee Harris really gets into his groove. Um, like Big Ben is uh, a little bit hurt. Um, I mean, I think that he's just hurt for the sake of saying that he's hurt. Um, but uh, Deontay Johnson also isn't in, so they're going to have to rely on the running game at least a little bit against a weak Cincinnati uh, defense. So I really like Najee Harris this week. Like I said, I already like Chris Carson this week. I took him in uh, our draft earlier. So I do think it is going to be a close game, but I'm going to take Donnie just by a little bit. Um, Zach, you got anything to say there? What do you think about Tony Pollard specifically? Uh, I'm going to disagree with Kyle here. I think Tony Pollard, I don't think he's going to have the same week he had last week, but I think he's going to be productive enough to be worth his flex spot. The Eagles D-line, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, it's kind of filthy, like low-key kind of filthy. Like they have some dudes on that D-line. And they're going to try and run outside the, the tackles essentially, and I think Tony Pollard's going to fit that role. They're not going to use Zeke yet, like, you know, they let Zeke eat. But like you said, Kyle is right that they're going to, later on in the year, Zeke's going to get fed that way. But I think this week, Tony Pollard's going to be worth a flex option. Let's, let's play a quick game before we move on. Let's play a game called Tony Pollard or. Oh, God. All right? Tony Pollard or Clyde Edwards Alaire? Kyle, you want you're to... putting me in. You're putting me in a precarious scenario right I now. I know, Mike. Kyle. I know. I that just, was I just swore off Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and you're gonna make me make this decision. You, you can you can make pass. that decision based off pass. of that. There's gonna be more. There's gonna be more. Pass. I'm gonna pass this one. <laughs> Zach, what do you think? Uh, I think uh, I'm gonna against the Chargers, gonna, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Cool. Uh, Tony Pollard or Mike Davis? Give me Tony, against give me, the Giants. Give me Tony Pollard. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> um, how about this one Tony Pollard or Christian Kirk against Jacksonville I'll probably go uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know I think that would be the Pass. Th- that would be the best one to take I think I think he's making a mistake by not taking Christian Kirk like Arizona they're going to pass even when they're up so I, I don't know I think that's a mistake but We'll see. We'll see what happens this week. But, yeah, I have I have Donnie by a little bit. Or, I'm sorry. I have Yeah, I have Donnie by a little bit. I have Justin. Um, so, let's go do me, and then we'll finish off on Mike. That's what she said. Um, nice. Um, I actually love me this week. Um, love me I didn't like me last week. I love me this week. Uh, Joe has Matt Ryan starting. I think Matt Ryan is a joke. Uh, same thing uh, with Calvin Ridley. I don't think Calvin Ridley's for real, and I will go to my grave saying that. And then he has Deontay Johnson in that third spot, which the way that the Steelers have been playing, man, I don't know what to make of the Steelers. I, I'm starting to think that we're going to have like a like a 9-8 and eight Steelers team. I, 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 think, I think they might be frauds. I'm not going to put the F word out there yet, but they might be. Um, on my side of that, I have James Robinson, Damian Harris. Damian Harris is only projected 12.7. I think that is low. Um, I think Damian Harris is going to play very well against New Orleans. Um, and then James Robinson, has got. I'm not going to lie, I've, I've sent him out in a couple of trades trying to test the waters. I'm not sure how I feel about James Robinson right now. Um, I do think Jacksonville is going to get him more involved. I, I don't know. I, James Robinson is a question mark to me. Uh, I feel good enough, though, this week. Uh, and this was 
I, these were this was before J, DJ Moore started off with 16 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do love I do love my my team this week. I think uh, Matt Stafford's gonna play well against that Tampa Bay secondary that has a lot of holes. Um, I mean, do you have any you have any comments on that, Mike? Um, yeah, I it, before like I said before DJ Moore um, ended up having that 16 points in the first half. I I had you as well. Um, it very interesting stack with DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore. I don't hate it. Um, I think instead of the team name Batty Light, it should be Arizona Light this week. But that's just me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, instant starts versus Jacksonville. I think I just don't like Joe's team to be quite honest. Um, Deontay Johnson, another one, might not be playing. Are these people checking their lineups? He's because that, that's he's a rough most one. Is he most likely yeah, playing? Last he, time I he heard is that he's most likely not playing. He said it himself. I do not trust that. I mean, to be quite honest. <laughs> but we'll see. I, mean, I don't know. I yeah, Kyle. I, I had you by like twenty five points in this game. This this is gonna be a blowout. I don't like Joe's team at all. I also thought it was. Kind uh, yeah, of any comments? I up? also thought it was curious that you stacked uh, Hopkins and more. Again, I don't hate it either, but. It's just interesting. Yeah, there's a. It's kind of hard. I feel like it's hard to do that with that, any yeah. team to try and put two of the same guys that to play the same position, start in your starting lineup. But for Arizona's purpose, they throw the ball literally seventy five percent of the time. It makes sense. Yeah, that that may that may switch. I mean, I do feel really good about Kenny G, but as of right now, I like I like where I'm at. Yeah, I think you're in a good spot. All right, and then let's go on to the last one. We got Harry versus Mike, Memphis Express versus the bounce back season. Mike has yet to complete the bounce. Uh, Mike, tell me why you're going to become the first out of these two teams to get a win. I'm not. I, <laughs> I, I have I, my projection had me blowing out Harry before Christian McCaffrey just got hurt. Like I can't, I can't in good in good faith pick myself with Christian McCaffrey having six points. I just can't. Like, I would have to have a month. I have Cordero Patterson as my RB2 right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. I might, I, might put in, um, I might put in Kareem Hunt against Chicago instead. I think he'll probably have a better week than Cordero Patterson. I'll probably wait a week to see what Cordero Patterson does this week against the Giants. I was really just playing the matchup because I had so much faith in Christian McCaffrey. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I liked my team this week, and now it's just kind of down the drain. It's, it's rough. I I'm picking Harry this week. I, I think it'll probably be closer than I think in my head, but I I don't like myself this week. I granted I don't like Harry this week with his matchups either, other than Chase Edmonds. So yeah, I mean I like AJ Brown against uh, Indianapolis. I like I that don't. matchup. That was my worst one. I I don't like him playing that, but whatever. I mean I think that especially after the week that Julio had, I think that uh, AJ Brown is is kind of set up for uh, a blowout game. Um, so I do like that. Um, I also like Keenan Allen against the Chiefs. Um, that they're going to be throwing the ball all day, both sides. Like there might be 75, 85 passes thrown in that game. Um, I don't like uh, Robert Tunyon against the San Francisco 49ers. I do like Robert Woods. I think, like I said, that that Tampa Bay um, uh, secondary is suspect. So I do like Robert Woods. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to take Harry here too, cause uh, yeah, I'm not especially after Chris McCaffrey getting hurt. I know that's kind of cheating that we have that information now, but I can't. It sucks. I can't with it sucks. Looking at all, all of my other Hurts, matchups, I loved Hurt, all of Christian my other McCaffrey, matchups. I loved. Cordero Patterson. That's 
That's a tough. Oh, top Jalen Hurts is going to have a great week, bro. Jalen Hurts is going to have an amazing week against Dallas. I that uh, like I said, I love my matchups this week, except for like Terry's a tough matchup with Taylor Heineke, but yeah, it just it sucks. It is uh yeah, is Dalvin Cook playing? Or is that not the side? Um, yet? maybe 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 not. I think that was questionable as well. Because like that kind of determines. I feel like you know. How yeah, if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, you have a yeah. shot. But as yeah. the way the roster looks right now, I I don't think you have a shot. At all. Yeah, I mean Melvin Gordon is his backup running back. So I mean even with like that's like you're gonna get ten points out of Melvin Gordon playing the Jets. False. So it's like, I think so. Melvin but. Gordon is a fraud. I'll use the for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, right. it's tough. I, I think if Christian McCaffrey had a full game, I would win this one. But uh, my uh, my return to glory is going to have to wait. When the bounce back starts next week, I guess. I, I guess so. At this point, I might as well just change the name. It might just be a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> but um, All right. it was just an excuse to use Big Sean in my picture, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any, uh, any closing comments from you two? Uh, no, just thanks everyone for listening again. Um, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, we can do more uh, fun stuff throughout throughout the the year. We should uh, we should probably brainstorm pretty soon, Kyle, on like some some more stuff that we can do mm-hmm. similar to the H Man, um, Bill Bryan H Man of the Year award, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, we can go from there. But if anyone has any suggestions, um, let us know. Uh, more than happy and more than open to criticism, and um, I'm looking forward to next week too. Yeah, and that, that again, I wanted to apologize that I. I'm sick and I'm literally concussed. So if I, if, if my fumbled my words or anything like that, that's why. And I appreciate you guys sticking through. Uh, my friend just got here, and so Kylo is going going ham. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're gonna have more guests on next week. We'll, me and Mike will figure out who we're gonna invite next. Um, and yeah, we're excited to keep this going. This has been a lot of fun for me and Mike. And we really appreciate all you guys uh, listening and putting in the effort to us. So. Um, Again, I appreciate it. Uh, This is going to be it for today. Uh, And we will see you guys uh, next week. Say bye, Zach. Bye-bye.